Welcome into the Cardinal Podcast presented by WONC Sports. Lucas Burris and Sam Corbett with you for another exciting edition of the Cardinal Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed the latest episode with North Central College head football coach Brad Spencer. But Sam, we have another exciting episode here today. Yeah, the first player interview of this season of the Cardinal Podcast. And you Obviously, we like hearing the insight from the coaches, but the player insight, they just feel a bit more comfortable because it's a player talking about, you know, their team and not a coach trying to, you know, preserve their message and what the team is like. It's a player just being straight up honest with us about the program, you know, having Jared Moser, men's volleyball, you know, first of all, one of the best men's volleyball players in the entire conference itself. Yeah, I wrote it down right here uh, of what I have for Jared Moser, one of the best players on NCC men's volleyball, one of the best players in the CCIW, and possibly one of the best D3 players, period. And, and he gave so much insight, you know, uh, into the team, you know, a really strong start for the Cardinals. And he, he gave a great speech about how, you know, obviously Carthage, the reigning national champions for D3 volleyball. And he was like, yeah, you know, they're an opponent. We're not going to mm-hmm. overlook them. But, you know, there's other games. We're taking it day by day. And he just talked about the, just the great atmosphere of this team. They, this team has really risen to prominence around campus these last couple of years. Yeah, they've had a really good time. Let's talk about what Jared is. He is our uh, interviewee in this podcast. Jared is a junior here at North Central. He is a two-time all-regional team selection the last two years, a two-time first-team CCIW selection, uh, 2020 CCIW Newcomer of the Year. He currently leads North Central men's volleyball uh, in kills and points this season, and he was the reigning CCIW Offensive Player of the Week, but now we're on week two, so a different North Central College player just took that title uh, from him, but he's been on some really good North Central teams, 12-6 and six in 2020, uh, 11-4 and four in 2021, and they're now 4-0 and oh here uh, in 2022. And he's talked a lot about, you know, his growth as an overall player. He talked about how, you know, his freshman year when he got the all those awards, it kind of got to his head. And he, he said in the podcast, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And as he's grown, as he's become one of the main upperclassmen leaders for this team, he's approached that mindset. You know, I need to have that work ethic, whether it's in the gym being a bit more, whether it's that specific mindset, making sure that I pick my teammates up. It's just the overall leader of what you want to see for this team and being able to see him really corral his guys. He had a great, uh, talk about you know just approaching especially that Dominican game that was uh, last week about how they were up by two sets and then third and fourth set both fell and he just kind of corralled his guys and said listen fifth set let's make a count yeah this is a a men's volleyball leader right here it's really exciting we're bringing you this interview uh, coming off of two huge win for the Cardinals after uh, they defeated number five at the time Benedictine uh, 3-1 and they just defeated number two Dominican 3-2 but the Cardinals right now come in as the number six ranked team according to the AVC rankings one spot behind Dominican who drops down to five, but they're ranked ahead of CCIW opponents, Carthage and Loris. Loris sits at the most votes outside of the top 15, and Carthage still comes in as the reigning national champs ranked nine after they were ranked one to start the season. So North Central in a prime position, like I said during the podcast, to control their own destiny. So let's send everybody to what they want to hear on the Cardinal podcast. Let's bring you our interview with North Central College men's volleyball player, Jared Moser. Welcome to the Cardinal Podcast, Jared Moser. It's good to have you here, Jared. We just gave everybody a real exciting intro about you. And you know how we like to do things here at the Cardinal Podcast is we just like to jump right in. So I think my first question for you, Jared, is uh, is just, you know, exciting few weeks of action so far with the season. How you feeling? Um, obviously, really good right now. We um, As of right now, we haven't lost yet. Um, yep. But I'm not expecting that to continue. Obviously, we have a lot of really good matches upcoming. Um, 
of um, this March actually is going to be fairly easy schedule wise. We have multiple games of low caliber teams. Not saying that they're just going to be free rides. I'm not looking past them. But compared to the Benedictines, Dominicans, the Carthages of the D3 volleyball, you know, D3 volleyball world, um, month of month of February, I mean, I said March. Sorry yeah, about that. Okay. Um, month of February is going to be um, smooth ride, and then March second we got Carthage. Yeah, so I mean that's you, that's going to be really excited. The CCIW really schedule excited. starts next week, so you have this week to figure all your stuff out, yep, yep. Uh, and then you'll start it next week. So that start of the CCIW schedule, like you said, it's not that difficult. It's not going to be that hard. Um, but is that Carthage, you know, that's circled on the calendar right now? Yeah, us, Carthage, and Laura, so the top mm -hmm. three in yep. the CCIW. It's uh, As of right now, us and Carthage are absolutely neck and neck. For the past two years since I've been here, Carthage has absolutely demolished us. We haven't even taken a set off them in mm -hmm. two years. Yep. Um, and Loris has usually been kind of in the uh, the back seat there. Um, this year, they're definitely making waves. Granted, they haven't had a really hard schedule at all. They haven't played a team besides benedictine that has really had a lot of accolades uh, nationally um but they're playing well they have t uh, this freshman outside who's killing it dorian which is there a junior outside who i played club with since 14's year mm -hmm. i've played him my entire life he's really good guy absolutely flies um carries their team in the front row for sure absolutely bangs i'm excited for that matchup but um considering last year we actually lost to them to end our season that was our last yep. Game, we got swept by Loris, and uh, that was a tough. That was a tough one to um, chew for sure. Yeah, that I mean, you tough. had you. What well, you talked there, you know, eleven and four last season. You know, three of those four losses are Loris and Carthage, so it's it's tough. Yeah, setting. that was um that was upsetting. We also lost to Augustana, yep. which was unfortunate. Um, was last year was season, yeah, that was uh, last year was interesting with COVID, um, and the team um, with injuries. Um, me personally, I had a sprained knee essentially the entire year. And then I ended up having a season-ending uh, broken pinky, which was uh, unfortunate going into the summer. But, you know, we're back. Uh, I was pissed. I was pissed yeah. over summer, so yeah. uh, we're getting after it now. So that's good. Well, you mentioned the you mentioned early on the Dominican game, the Benedictine game. Uh, really cool, because that Dominican game, uh, that was this past week. It yeah. was Friday night, right? Friday night, yeah. Um, I just want to get your thoughts going into it because, or coming out of that, just because the first two sets it felt like you guys were dominant, and then something in Dominican clicked where they just more or less floored you guys for the next two sets, and then set five. I mean, it being able to talk with some of the guys on the team, it just felt back and forth, back and forth, and I think you guys were up like uh, by like six points at some point, and then they reared back for like a six point run of their own. Uh, what really clicked, like especially in that fifth set for you guys? I mean, if you look at the stats, for sure, it kind of explains it all. I mean, it's self-explanatory. For the first two sets, we were playing average. We didn't do anything special. We were just doing what we, our game plan was, and Dominican was just flat. They came out. Uh, their blocking was all over the place. They made a crazy amount of errors. I think they hit close to zero in the first two sets. Their serving wasn't that impressive. And for being that most the most dangerous blocking team in the country, I think they had one block if that in the first two sets so they weren't really themselves those first two sets third set we came out and first we felt flat and it was a combination of that and them absolutely clicking their setter um started picking it up um george uh george coogan the godfather on the right side started clicking he housed me like three or four times yeah, he um, the 
reading the stats, he had the most kills. He had 17. Yeah, he had 17. He got the most sets. He's their team. He um he's the guy on their team for sure. Not saying that he carries. They they have a really really stacked team all the way around. But um he's kind of their guy when it comes uh down to it. Um overall in those last two, those third and fourth set uh we just, it was just kind of a dogfight, and regardless of us being down, I think we actually came back. I remember within one or two in the twenties with them. Yep. In those third and fourth sets, and then the fifth set, I remember exactly. It was seven to two. Um, we lost the point seven three, and then their middle went back and float served that seam between me and Ben Williams, um, in seam five, uh, seam five and six, and we just got bodied by that. I think I got a straight off my hands. Wicked float serve. Uh, kind of got us so I mean, that's kind of how it, they came back it was back and forth the whole time i mean i watched you know, watched the whole match watched the last two whole matches between you know ben Yu and uh with you know dominican and, and that venue match a little more domination a little more it felt like you were the better team that entire time but those first two sets exactly you know the vibes from the outsider there is it looked like you guys were you know playing your brand of volleyball that first two sets yeah. came back and kind of played their brand of volleyball the next two sets but i think it was you know it was that dog fight you said so i think the big question is you know what went into winning that fifth set and winning the entire thing Honestly, when it comes down to fifth sets, um, when you got two ranked teams, especially Dominican, who's been a front runner in the D3 volleyball game for years now, um, it essentially just comes down to who is going to play cleaner volleyball, who's going to keep the ball on the court, essentially mm -hmm. force that team to make errors. And at the end of the day, we just did that, I think, three, two or three points better than them. Um, I mean, Dominican played an incredible game. They blocked us, and like they beat us in blocks by a lot. I think they beat us like six, like seventeen to eleven blocks. I don't know. If, uh, don't quote me on that. I think that's that's <laughs> what I saw. Don't worry. Uh, I think they beat us by like six blocks, something yeah. like that. Um, they passed incredibly. Their defense was incredible. Um, Dominican, just all those guys are crazy nice too. I know them from grass and playing in club and. Adult nationals. It got a like little that. chippy though there at one point. Though. It always does. <laughs> a little bit. It always does. Even with Domin even with Benedictine. Benedictine, yeah. I mean, they're some of my best friends on that team. Yep. I legitimately play grass volleyball through the summer with them yep. every day. I mean, I know those guys. I think guys. it's a little, a little chippier with your own friends. Though. It is. I, I think, it is. I, I remember uh, during the Benedictine game, actually, uh, Tim Folier, their middle and slash right side, who was one of my really, really good friends, were sitting in the front row and I had these really bright Kyrie Subird low fours. And, uh, He's sitting there. They're pretty colorful. They have like the thermal on the inside <laughs> yeah. of their rainbow. And he goes, uh, "Hey, uh, Jared, through the net, like yeah. in the middle of the game." I go. He goes, "Hey, Jared, I like your shoes. They uh, sell them in men's." And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, we just we just go back for that. I laughed, I, especially since I didn't expect that coming from yeah. Tim. Um, but yeah, it's it's Little really really good fun, really games. good fun, especially with the crowd there and the guys just like uh, you know talking through the net. But in uh, at the end of the day, we went over there, shook hands. Uh, it's you know, it's you won both. So yeah, it's a uh, you know, it's it's good fun. It's you mentioned you mentioned the crowd. I was able to talk with some of the players on the team. They were saying that that Dominican student section that was that could have been the deciding factor. But you know, it was underwhelming. They had really? the size. They didn't have the sound. Are you came. It was frat themed. They had it laid out for them. They had it, this massive student section that I've never seen that big of a student section ever in my like three two and a half year career. As a volleyball player, and uh, this could have been flat. this could have been me being in the zone. Yeah. Honestly, maybe I didn't hear everything, but from remembering in the game, from what I remember, they were not exceptionally loud. They were definitely loud. They were Listening definitely to the broadcast, I didn't. They didn't make an impact on. Yeah. The, it, the, the broadcast, uh, so. I mean, like 
they said some funny stuff here and there. Their I, bet, I bet there was a few things. Their saying some funny yeah. stuff. They do stuff like when I'm back to serve. Yeah. They're doing SpongeBob quotes. Like they're singing the campfire song as I'm going back to serve. Yeah. Or doing like the Flying Dutchman. Like you're good. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Like the, all the classics. How you been feeling about your bench though? I mean how. Oh, our bench is ridiculous. <laughs> Led by none other than Gabriel Aguado from Puerto Rico. He's my age. He's a junior. Um, he is the bench mob leader. And what's even better is that he can go from being that loud, really exuberant, crazy dude on the bench, mm -hmm. um, you know, giving us borderline yellow cards, and then to come in, serve. And then when Parker Nelson um, got hurt, he hurt his knee, might have been something with his MCL, mm -hmm. went out. And he's like, all right, Gabby, number 11, you're in. He can transition from that guy to being a calm, cool, and collected defensive specialist on the court, and he did a great job. Yeah, no, I think I think that's huge. You know, but I, yeah. one thing I noticed when I watch those matches is how just involved that bench is. Every yeah, once in it's a while, it's so. really fun to know that when we're on the court, you know, getting the job done, we have the rest of the team, you know, having our backs with everything, and uh, it's a good feeling for sure. Yeah, I mean, with that good feeling behind you, you know, coming off those two straight victories, you know, over top five ranked opponents, back to back Fridays, victories over top five opponents, you know, where's the confidence level right now? Um, it's definitely this season at an all-time high for sure, but I'm definitely not even close to satisfied considering um, stat-wise and feel-wise, Dominican, quite honestly, was our worst played game. We mm -hmm. did not play that well, but we got away with it because Dominican didn't have their best game either. Yeah. Um, uh, um, it, I mean, it looked good because we were two, uh, you know, ranked component, uh, you know, opponents, and uh, it was a dogfight in the yeah. end. Um, but going into this next couple games, we just need to stay focused, uh, stay disciplined, essentially, is what Kyle Exline, our coach, would say. Just yeah. stay disciplined, trust the process. Yeah, the look, just looking at the statistical comparison between you guys and Dominican, really, I mean, pretty similar. You uh, you did much better when it came to the assist, but like you said, you mentioned the blocking game. Uh, they had you guys defeated there, but you know, you mentioned looking ahead. You know, you don't have a ranked matchup until Carthage. It feels like now. It feels like the the rest of this month, like you said, you don't want to coast and you know make these games like oh it's whatever we'll just breeze by these guys but you know at the start of the year we saw you know you guys weren't necessarily getting the respect that you felt you deserved then you sneak in uh you finally get that 15 seed because they only do top 15 for d3 volleyball yep. and now two ranked matchups i think that the next weekly rankings are going to come out uh either tonight or tomorrow from mm -hmm. the from tomorrow. The so tomorrow we will when we have our you know wonderful introduction we'll we'll, we'll tell them who uh yeah where, where they're ranked but i'd, I'd imagine that you know, the, having the guys on the team just laugh about, oh yeah, we're fifteen. You know, we barely just got in. Oh, we just took the, the number two, number two team to yeah, five, um, five. Honestly, it's all for show. I genuinely have never gone out of my way to look at those rankings. Yep. I don't care. Um, it's kind of the same thing I think about film. Film's all good. We watch film. I know what they're doing. But at the end of the day, you just got to go on that court and play your game, no matter what. Like it's all noise. Like the frog jump volley we were talking about, uh, all like the D three rankings, the stories about the players, the awards, that's all. It's all noise. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? You got to block that out when you're on the court. It's basically those six guys on the court and the bench, the coaches. That's that's where you're supposed to be mentally. Um, that's what I've been kind of preaching to the guys in the locker room and on the court, even like just. Yeah. Expectations, though, you know, I think that's the good conversation to get into here. Of they have to have uh, changed or adjusted or you know become more fluid as the season has gone on, you know, or not at all. Um, with you know where you guys came into with your expectations of what you wanted to do this season versus where you are now, two three weeks into the season, um, how have the expectations changed if they have? Um, 
No, I mean, I knew we were at this level mm -hmm. um, from the beginning. We could have been at that level last year. Um, but the difference between last year and this year, I feel like, is that we listened to that noise. We were younger. We were all underclassmen. Uh, most of the starting lineup, I mean, we had four sophomores, a junior, and one senior on the court. Yep. Um, and all of that noise was kind of getting in our heads, and I got that All-American Award uh, my freshman year, and that kind of was in my head. I was like everyone targeted me, and I wasn't really used to that. Um, same with the whole team. Like everyone was saying, oh, North Central can do it. North Central could do it. And we were like, can we do it? Mm -hmm. This year, it's kind of the opposite. They're like, eh, North Central's kind of there. They can't do it. And we're like, yeah, we can do it. Yeah. So I think, you know, confidence from within a little better on the team so yeah. right now. I think that's, you know, that's a good sign from what you guys are doing and how you're feeling. And I think that's the outside expectations are going to get a little better. I mean, I've been saying it all year, Jared. I think this team, you know, is, is really, really good from what we've seen and, and what we should expect. And I think these last two wins, you know, go out and show that. And I, the rankings should reflect that as time goes on. But I, I love the mindset there of, of where you guys are at. You just guys are going to go play your brand of volleyball yep. and just continue to do that. Um, and that should be really exciting. But like you said, you got that Carthage game circled and, and everything else. But, you know, what? where does this schedule lead you? Where are you looking forward to? You know, what are your marked dates? What are your um, milestones, goals? Like where are you at there? Yeah, um, we always have that Carthage game circled. Mm -hmm. um, it's our rival. Uh, I think the last time we won it was like two years before I got here. Uh, last time we beat Carthage, I'm, um, I should say. Um, but besides that Carthage match, um, we kind of go uh, day by day, point by point. Mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of our mindset. And uh, besides that Carthage match, like you said, definitely circled, definitely a big game in our minds. Um, just another game. Just another, you know, yep. three sets that we got to play clean volleyball. And uh, that's something this year that goes along with the um, mindset. Just stay calm. Stay steady. Kind of put that thing on cruise control. Just go out there and play volleyball. Um, we're not really looking ahead of that, essentially. I mean, we're not even looking at Carthage now. I'm not even thinking about yep. it. We're just thinking about this uh, MSOE game um, up in Milwaukee this Wednesday and just to get the job done. Yeah, well... Uh, Jared, reigning CCIW Player of the Week, offensive on the side <laughs> yeah. as well. Um, your accolades have continued to just get better and better uh, as, as your career has gone on. Um, you know, ever since you set foot on this campus, the volleyball team has reached new heights. You have continued to, you know, become a better player. So, you know, what's gone into it? What has been the secret to success? What has, you know, been your, your, uh, what's made this all happen? Um, basically, my, uh, <laughs> the wheels are turning, Jared. Well, I was, I was trying to think where to start here. I was actually, there was a phrase I'm thinking of, and I was genuinely trying to think how many words it was because I was like, oh, there's a four, three, three, two. I just, nah, yeah. I'm just going to say. Um, this year, we've uh, kind of made this motto for the team, and uh, it's called Let's Get After It. Mm. Four words. That's good. Great math. Quick math there. Yeah. yeah. Four words. That's it. All right. Thanks, guys. Is that That's all why we're here. going there? <laughs> so, while we're here, while we're here is to count how <laughs> many words Jared says. Sam's caring right um, now. Let's the, get um, after it. Let's get after it is the motto of this year, and it started last year where um, I think the mistake I made going into my sophomore year was freshman year um, was I had this huge um, weight change going from senior year of high school to freshman year mm -hmm. of college. I went into my senior year golf season around 200 pounds, 6'2". Mm -hmm. I went into my freshman year of college 165, 6'2". Because I was like, all right, if I'm going to be a collegiate athlete, I'm going to lose some weight. i got to jump higher. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of just didn't really take working out that seriously. I definitely gave it my all in the weight room, but I didn't do extra. I didn't do the extra mile and I ended up working out. 
you know, we played great freshman year. We beat NYU, the number one team in the country. And then COVID happened. I got All-American. Going into that sophomore summer, I kind of took on the mindset, oh, don't fix what ain't broke. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I just kind of did the same thing. Didn't really work that hard. And going into sophomore year, I got bodied. I did not work hard enough. Broke my finger out for the season. Injured the entire year. I was mad. Mm-hmm. Going into the summer, I was like, all right, screw this. I'm just going to get after it. I'm going to go every day in the gym, try to increase my vertical. I went from touching 10-7 in May with a broken finger to 11 one and a half in the fall. Um, just trying to get on that next level, be elite, essentially. Um, forcing my teammates to outwork each other and outwork ourselves every single day when we're on the court or in the weight room. And uh, it definitely shows with every single person on the team um, basically just getting after it. And it is fun seeing you because I'll run into you a lot uh, in Res Record. Yes, murder. And there's there's a lot of guys in there at the same time that'll do like the conventional, like, you know, bench squat deadlift type of lifts. It's like, I just want to get big muscles and try and be better. But like you, there's there's a blueprint to your workouts that I can see. And it's not it's not the conventional stuff. No trainer is going to say, you know, to a regular client, go do this. But the whether it's the jumping aspect or the rotational aspect or the the upper body aspect when it comes to actually being able to slam volleyballs down when you go approach that vertical it's it's something crazy to watch because i in the moment i can't necessarily see how it translates but then being able to watch the broadcast of games i'm like okay i understand that you know that specific jumping approach i've seen him do that a thousand times in murder and it finally <laughs> pays off yeah, definitely. Me and Sam have definitely had our fair share of late night workouts and murder and res. It's it's a it's really fun. And uh, I mean, same goes right back to you. I see him doing the pitching stuff. I mean, me myself, I'm not too foreign with the baseball. I pitched for 12 years of my life. I know exactly what goes into that. Not the workout aspect. Didn't get that far. Could you hit a volleyball but, harder or throw a baseball harder? Tough one. Throw baseball. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I mean, like, okay, like, are you going like numbers, like miles per hour, miles per hour? I just think in the general, in, in the, okay, in, in the, the grand context, scheme of things, yeah. in context, hundred percent of volleyball. Yeah. Um, I think I've gotten my serve to get up to in the mid sixties. Because I'm scared of your kills. Like I'm watching yeah. those. Like I would not be want to be on end of that kill. But uh, I mean, like you know, I got gun freshman year. <laughs> I was pitching. I, I got 72 when yeah, I was 14. Okay. I got a little high. So yeah, that's not I, bad. I would give myself 80. That's right pretty now. close to where I Sam is right now. 80. The amount of conversations that we've had where Jared's like, "All right, if I get no warm up, you give me a baseball. How hard am I throwing?" I'm like, "I think you throw out your arm first. Yeah. You probably get 80 and then complain for a week." You're a righty though, right? I'm like, a righty. We yeah. could always use a tall righty pitcher yeah. for you relief. <laughs> what there are you yeah. doing in the spring? Yeah, give me that. Give me that. I'll go three sports, golf, volleyball, yeah. and baseball. I mean, that's that just that athlete right there. There you go. Athlete. So you <laughs> are, Jared. Uh, I, I think, you know, we can talk about a lot of, a lot of that stuff right now, but Jared, but I, I keep thinking about it. You know, where'd the headband come from? What's going on with the headband? <laughs> I got to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, came, it stemmed from last year against Illinois Wesleyan. Um, decided to grow up my hair and get contacts. If you look at me freshman year, I had the buzz cut. A little different. And yeah. I had goggles, rec specs, if you will. Don't disrespect yeah, them. Um, oh, I'm not disrespecting them at all. Sam still I, I wears the them. goggles. I lived in them, bro. I lived in them. I was the goggle guy. And then uh, genuinely what happened was winter break going into that sophomore season, uh, mask, the masks. Yep. They said, you're going to wear masks on the court. And I said, all right, that's not how ha- I cannot play with the masks and the goggles. I will get fogged up, I yep. won't be able to see. So I was forced to get contacts, got the contacts. Another thing I said, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna grow out this hair. 
Yeah. I didn't get long hair. I want a headbang if I go to Foo Fighters over the wood summer, which I did, which was incredible. Exciting. Um, but Bring that's kind of where that stemmed. Bring a little um, FM 89 into it. Don't exactly, care. exactly. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Music character stuff. You know what I mean? Um, we went to play Illinois Wesleyan, and uh, it was the first game in my entire life I hit negative. And everyone on the broadcast was mentioning how I kept moving my hair. I couldn't see. I couldn't see. And I noticed that. Got a haircut. And by the end of the season, it was still bothering me. Every time I was going for an out-of-system swing, looking up, it was just hair. My serve, it was annoying. Over summer, didn't really have a problem with it. Over the uh, you know, preseason, didn't have a problem with it. And then during this beginning of the year, I was like, I thought about that game. I'm like, you know, I'm going to be a follower. You know, Jeremy Cardenas is my uh, yeah. the middle, one of my best buds there, and uh, he's been rocking the headband for a while, and uh, he rocks it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get that Cobra Kai style, uh, like band, like uh, headband where you tie it in yeah, the back. Yeah, it looks good. It looks and, good. And uh, I kind of like that style. I used it for lifting over the summer when I was with my friends. I thought it was a joke, but uh, I was like, I kind of dig this, yeah. so I kind of went with it. What's our plans for the headband? Any future plans? Are we going specific colors? Are we going to switch it up? Are we keeping the same headband forever? Like, what's the plan? Right now, I have the. Uh, I wanted Adidas and Nike. Yeah. Because uh, you know we had to, we got Adidas everything, but I then I have Nike shoes. Yeah. So the Kyrie's. So I got the uh, black Adidas one, and then I have the white Nike one. I'm probably going to stick to those two. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe I'll get like a red one. Yeah. I was going to say, I was gonna find say a maybe find red. a red. Maybe find a red. I wasn't sure if we'd pull out like a pink sometime or match the shoes up a little bit. Uh, if I if I match the shoes up, that'd be kind of cold. I'm that'd not going to lie. Cold. I'm not like, gonna lie, Jared. Like, <laughs> might be a good idea. One, yeah. Like all rainbow. Might be a good idea. Look out for it. <laughs> maybe that'll be in the future. Maybe that'll be like a maybe that'll be like a conference tournament kind That's of future thing. Future plans. Yeah. yeah you got to bring yeah. it out for the special games. <laughs> yeah. Here's yeah. the thing, though. If, if you get the headband, you got to get the sleeve. No way. No. I, <laughs> no. I don't agree with that. No. Yeah, oh, come on. You can't go too much yeah, no. trip. You can't go too much exactly. trip. That's why I didn't do the headband with the goggles. Yeah. Because I can't have. Yeah. Right. As a guy who still wears goggles, they're not. They're not drippy. You. Contacts uh, like treat, treating you better though, right? Yes, you enjoy the but I'm just saying life? you can't have goggles and headbands. That's that's no, double enough. That's too much. You know, that's too, that's much. too much. As exactly. an avid contact wearer, I think the contact life for it. So, massive contact guy. Massive contact guy to the <laughs> one who's still pitching in goggles over there. So hey, don't disrespect. Con- yeah. Just not a contact. I wore goggles at some point in my life. I was in like second grade before I figured I out what contacts were, but. <laughs> But that's where we are right now. That's where we are, gentlemen. Oh, yeah, that's, that's Goggles yeah, yeah. didn't translate to the wrestling mat. That's all I got to say. I, I wrestled for a very long time in my life uh, without being able to see. So It's, it's, it's a struggle. Yeah. So no peripheral contact vision at, is where at Contact yeah. is, is where you got to be. All right, Jared. Uh, I got a few more questions for you. Yeah, we'll, we'll stick to the fun ones. All right. Of course, of course. Um, superstitions. What do you got? You got any at all? I'll tell you. Our last interviewee, he didn't have any. And people were, what do you mean you don't have superstitions? So I'll, I'll preference you with that. Okay, so I'm a complete, um, how would I say this? It's very counterintuitive the way I think about superstitions because I'm very, very, I'm a huge realist. I don't like superstitions, like uh, I'm bringing astrology, like that stuff. I'm totally against that stuff. But when it comes to superstitions, it's been weird lately. I'm trying to go away from them, Mm -hmm. but sometimes I can't. One of the superstitions I have is doing the exact same warm-up every single game. Um, I'll give you an exact example. I jump rope for a minute during my warm-up. That's part of the warm-up just to get the blood moving. I jump rope, and I'll go, and it's broken into 10 seconds. 10 seconds, double, like, one foot, left foot, and I messed up. Mm -hmm. You know, I hit my foot, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
when we played CUC, I didn't mess up. Now I messed up. Like, yeah. what's going to happen? And I'm like, all right, all right, all right. Calm yourself down. All right. It's, just it's like, rope. it's yeah. just a jump rope. Sometimes it's the song I play. Um, I always, always, always blast heavy death metal before a game. I'll listen to some it's like Lana Shore. <laughs> I'll listen to some Metallica. Um, Shook Ones by Mob Deep um, is a massive uh, hype up song for me. It kind of makes me feel like, you know, I'm just in the hoodie, mm-hmm. you know, getting ready for some um, songs, obviously like that. But other than that, I genuinely do not have any superstitions that have last up until this year that I've kept. Um, it's kind of just change. I kind of just do whatever feels good. All right, um, moving over. We saw the media day photos that got posted after the Dominican game. Uh, Michael Shez, one of the sophomores on the team. This the secret weapons. Michael, what did we call them? We call Mike Shiesty. Call Mike Shiesty out here. Um, no, uh, he, Michael Shevs has been a massive part of our team ever since he came here last year. He was a freshman last year. This is his sophomore year. And that was essentially his debut on the court. I think he might have gotten a couple serving reps, a couple front row attacks last year against lower-ranked opponents. In a, in the media day photo, he's holding up just a cardboard box that says secret weapon. Yes. And I think that is the yeah. funniest. Thing what is in the photo. box? That's what we got to know. What's in the box? What's in the box? So, <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? Fred Chile. The, um, Michael's an absolute goofball. I mean, he is one of the funniest guys on the team by far. He's definitely the class clown for sure on the team. For media day, he found a cardboard box in res and then someone had a Sharpie for mm-hmm. some reason. Yeah. And he wrote secret weapons on the box. Yeah. Took the picture like this, like, ooh, like yeah. what's in the box? Yep. And if you actually look at the rest of the photos, the next photo taken is him standing inside <laughs> the box, holding his finger up like, uh-oh. <laughs> like he's the yep. secret weapon, yeah. which essentially is perfect because he's never really had a start before. And he goes out to this number two ranked team, has this serving sub, our secret weapon, gets two aces and three digs, zero errors. Ridiculous. And not only were the aces in the game, they were in incredibly important parts of the game that actually got us uh, our first set victory. Um, But yeah, great guy and uh, just a super consistent, really good player to have on a team for sure. That was not what I was expecting was in the box, (laughs) but I think that's the best answer you probably could have given. I think that's that's the best one you could have given. you know, this has been really exciting, Jared. I think this is going to be a really, a really good interview that a lot of people are going to be interested in. But I think the last thing I'm going to ask you about, we'll, we'll get a little more serious here. You guys control your destiny the rest of the way. Um, so, you know, what's the destiny, Jared? Um, I think the destiny is just uh, how we treat every single practice, every single game on the way um, this way forward. I mean, we do very, very, we focus on the little stuff. Our destiny is what we say at the whiteboard at the beginning. Um, we have hashtags on the board every single day. Um, I kind of brought up another thing besides let's get um, let's get after it is uh, hashtag no bubbles. Um, little graphic, the you meaning behind that. that. One. You, you want me to? Yeah. Um, basically, if, if appropriate for the Cardinal Park. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, it's 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 kind of it's kind of morbid, but it's just it's yeah. a it's a it's a visualization of when you have a team underwater. Yep. You hold them down until there's no bubbles. Basically, yep. you don't give up. A little morbid, that was but pretty that's morbid. essentially... That was pretty morbid. It's essentially the point where uh, we kind of say it in a joking manner. Like, hey, no bubbles. Yeah. But we know what it means. It's just saying basically stay focused yep. is essentially what that means. Um, we have a bunch of new implements this year. We have assistant coach of the year, Cindy Cheatham, who's incredible. She adds a lot to the team. She brought something... Um, 
this year, which was really, really, really focused on the little things in discipline where someone goes up in front of practice. We get in lines of five by three perfectly in line and we say five perfect jumping jacks, five perfect jumping jacks, ready, ready, one. And the entire team has to do it perfectly in unison mm. over and over again until we get it perfect. Sometimes you do 15 push-ups. Sometimes you do 30 sit-ups, whatever it is. Um, that's essentially us controlling our own destiny, focusing on the little stuff, being disciplined with every single rep, and just going out each game, treating it like it's our last. Yeah. I think, you know, this team, we're looking at the, the destiny outside looking in, you know, North Central College, national champions. That's what we're known for at this point, Jared. Um, so I think you don't have to label yourself like that, but I think that is where, you know, we'll look at it from our perspective and, and, and you know, think those those aspirations, those goals for you guys, and I think that's, that's, that's really goal. exciting. Um, Sam? I've got uh, just one final thing, Jared. Looking yeah. at just you, you've brought up Carthage a couple times today. Uh, looking at, you know, Carthage had a pretty slow start to the season. They started 0-3, but it was against pretty solid teams. It was against New York University. Yeah, they yeah, also yeah. faced off against Dominican. And, and the Stevens. third loss was, yeah, Stevens yeah. Tech. Uh, three wins uh, following that, though, Carthage. Any any initial reactions to see them at 500 right now? Meanwhile, you guys looking fairly confident. Zero. Yeah. Um looking at their record i really it, it does not affect us whatsoever they i know how good of a team they are i know the coach i've actually been coached by jw um in a like a usa camp he's an incredible coach he knows exactly what he's doing i know most of the guys in the team they are some of the best players in d3 if not the best um they, national champs for a reason he and their team is nothing short of incredible they just because they are 500 that does not reflect their mm -hmm. skill um i mean the way dominican beat carthage is the way we played against dominican we just chopped and grinded our way to a win yeah. um even though it looked like they played better um carthage is a great team they're going to come out and i know they're going to play some of their best volleyball against us when we play them so looking at their i'm going to ignore their schedule completely i just know they're carthage college and we have to play up to that yeah no i think that's you know it's where you should be that's where you're at jared my final thing for you is you know so this your matches have been some of the most exciting you know best watch you know things on campus so far uh, i think this winter this year so far you know watching all the stuff that you've been doing so this is your open platform you know what do you have to say to those that have been supportive of you but also what do you have to say to those who maybe don't know about you guys yet <laughs> don't know what's going on haven't been watching you know what do you got um well i'm excited that uh you know ncc has uh released the uh the restrictions on who can come to yeah. our games now anyone can come so you know, Friday night games, Saturday games, come out, support, get loud, get rowdy. Um, it's really, really fun. Uh, we're a fun team to watch, I think. I agree. Our bench is loud, and uh, I think it's just a good time. Anyone who's on campus, you know, anyone who uh, likes watching sports, good volleyball, good fun. It's just come exciting. Out. Yeah, it's come just out, exciting. Come support. I feel like we can make a run. Yeah, Sam, anything else? No, I mean, this. you said the Carthage game is going to be circling. I'm sure that everybody in, in the I'm, nation is going to be circling go. that I think game. I, I'm going to have to go to that game, and I'm going to have to catch a few. I mean, I caught a little bit of the stuff, but I've been just watching the broadcasts, the actual, you know, live stream. But as restrictions lessen and we get to go watch, you know, we'll get to be in the stands. We'll get to, we'll get to cheer you guys on. But, Jared, anything else for the listeners? Ah, that's it. Yeah, yeah we're good. All, All right. Set. Well, thanks, Jared, for joining us on the Cardinal Podcast, and uh, good luck the rest of the way. Yeah, sweet. Thank you, guys. It was awesome.
Another big thank you to Jared Moser for joining us here on the Cardinal Podcast. Uh, another big interview for us, Sam, and I really enjoyed uh, interviewing Jared. And I now want to get no bubbles tattooed. I somewhere. really we gotta we gotta get rid of that. I'm just <laughs> I'm I am. That was we talked about like I was like, is it appropriate? And he was like, yeah. And then it was very morbid. So well, and you you hear no bubbles, you think, where's this going? Because yeah. bubbles, you think, mm-hmm. you know cute soft and he goes yeah if they're underwater yeah. hold them there and i you was know, like most oh. people most people would say like step on the throat step on the gas you know it's a common phrase yeah. in, in in sports so i don't want us to take us out of the context of what he said but uh, i definitely agree that this team is focused right now no bubbles yeah this team's focused right now sam uh, anything else on your feelings uh towards uh jared's interview and and just how this went you know we're seeing the rankings for north central they're climbing each week and, and he said it best you know just day by day yeah carthage is you know they two got two games left against the firebirds couple games against loris but you know they're on to their next opponent i believe he said um milwaukee school of engineering is the next game up and that's the only thing they're focused on right now yeah by the time you listen to this podcast wherever you're listening that game will have already have taken place so if you want the Recap of that, head to uh, northcentralcardinals.com and, and get all those or follow us on Twitter at WONC Sports or go to WONC.org backslash sports for more information on the Cardinal Podcast. But again, thanks for listening to another edition of the Cardinal Podcast and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.